0: I want to be the best i want to be the best simple and that's why i play the game but to be the best you have to win
1: and that's what drives me. welcome back everybody to another episode of the clutch talk podcast slash youtube slash we do it all as always i'm your host john very happy to be here my boy jay is over there in the six how you doing my dog
0: it's here Playoffs are here, man. You know, I'm doing great. Got my boy, We got my boy Junior on here. Talk some balls. So this is a real special one, man, to preview this first round of playoffs, man. I'm real excited. Let's go.
1: Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. And, hey, again, why, why, why it's so important for everybody to check us out on the YouTube, man, because if you're on the YouTube, you see it. Who's here live and in person and direct with me, big bro. Junior,
2: what's up, bro? How you doing, brother? I'm excited to be on. I'm excited to come in. Best time to talk about basketball right now is the playoffs. we got to make that push, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see who's going to come out on top. No skin in the game this year, unfortunately, but it's all <laughs> right. We, uh, we still, we are still, we are still, now we can watch a stress-free playoffs for the, for
1: the first
2: time in a little <laughs> bit.
1: Man. Facts, man. Facts, man. Well, hey, man. Like how Junior said, that's what exactly what we are gonna do, man. Is we gonna talk about? Uh, we gonna talk about th- these uh, round one playoff predictions, and then we are also gonna recap a li- um, th- th- these uh, these last playing these final playing games that we saw. So, uh, my boy Jay, you-, you ready to get into this, man? Y'all ready? Ready. Always, man. Always. All right. All right. Some. So, so, so then let's, let's get into the first game that we, uh, our first, our first recap game, our first game that we saw here, Jay. And that was the Atlanta Hawks versus the Cavs. The, Haw- the Hawks beat them 107, 101. And Jay, honestly, hey, I'm done doubting the Hawks, Jay. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I doubted the Hawks four times in a row, Jay. And you know what? There, th- th- there has to come a point in time where, I just stopped out and just let's talk about the game. Right. So, you know, I thought Jared Allen would play. He did. And, you know, Cavs came out with that, that big energy on both ends, man, Uh, to make up for that flash start that, that, that they had when they played against the nets as a matter, as a matter of fact, the, the Cavs outscored the Hawks in the first quarter, 36, 25, man. I mean, they're really hidden on all cylinders. Like, uh, Oh, offensively, Laurie marketing was taking care of it. You know, uh, uh, the first quarter started with started with eleven points, hitting three threes. Uh, Darius Garland was just absolutely picking apart the offense, and uh, and so good. it's so good, huh? So good. And then and then on 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 the de- on the defensive end as well, man, they were also getting it done, making it hard for Trey Young. Uh, I know in the preview I mentioned like how how, how tough it'd be for Trey Young to go against that Cavs length, and that's exactly what it was early in the first. Trey Young. Had I had four turnover a lot of the Hawks seven man um but before I keep you know keep talking too much about the game Jay if you could talk to tell me some some things you know you saw uh, either from the Hawks side or from the Cavs side cuz I know you had even predicted the Hawks to even win this.
2: I got Jay never picks against the Hawks
1: man <laughs> John Jr it's just, it's just one simple
0: thing when a lot of times when you see when it comes down to these series um doesn't matter who's playing who the best player in that series takes over the game, whether it be elimination game, takes over the series, makes plays when they need to be made. And that's exactly what ice trade did, man. I had no doubt going in. And that's why I had the Hawks, you know, they're under man, They are without their, their Robin and John Collins, but that doesn't matter to a guy like um, Trey young. He didn't get it done. We're wondering when he's going to show up. I was wondering where he's going to show up in, in the, in the first half. He didn't, he struggled. What what do good players do? What do great players do? They make adjustments. They see what how the defense is playing them, and they make adjustments accordingly. And that's exactly what he did in in, in the second half. Just absolutely took that team apart. Beginning in the third quarter, where I believe he scored twelve straight points, it looked like the inexperience and in the youth of Cleveland just started to show itself in that second half, and then progressed. And there was really no answer they had. I mean, they cut it. They cut it to. I think they had it tied or they'd even took the lead. But in my mind, the experience and, you know, the Hawks getting as far as they did last year under Mike McMillan and a lot of the same guys that they had in that bunch, despite even not let's not forget, they lost Clint Capella in that first half, which is a huge loss. They were still able to do it. Um, Number one, they buckled down defensively. Um, they, they were playing extremely physical. I mean, we saw Kevin Herter. I've never, I've never seen him with that grit, but that's playoff grit. That's playoff tenacity. You're, you can expect that night for night. And that's a team who's been there, done that. And uh, Trey Young, just story of the game, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't really have much else to say. That's, that's, that's my summary. Trey Young taking over, being a superstar, let's call him what he is at this point. And they're, on to, they're, back, they're back where they originally should have been. Um and he knew there was no there was no way that the Hawks would lose that game because of
2: that dude. I agree, Jay. I agree. It's that experience. I was talking to John about that too. I said you got these two teams are almost evenly matched up when you look at it, like skill wise. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know they got their strengths and weaknesses, but overall, I think they're at about the same level of team. But the Hawks, they had that experience because they they made a playoff run last last year. You know, they actually went total. So they taking care. I mean, you, you remember, Jay, last year on the Hawks, like yeah, <laughs> he was picking the Hawks over the Sixers. They're like, what? And, and he was right. So so for sure. I know that uh, that experience just just makes a hell of a difference. I know it's technically not playoffs, but. That's that's because that that's because the NBA chooses not to call the playoffs. To me, it's all the playoffs. And that was a I, playoff
0: atmosphere. That's that's You're a playoff right, atmosphere. Yeah. That was a plea it's, of it's, play, it's playoff no way, stakes.
2: Yeah. You need a mm-hmm. win to go home. It's that's damn near game seven. You're describing mm-hmm. a game seven. Winner go yep. home. Playoff stakes. You go to the next round. And they brought that you know that playoff energy and 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 took care of business. You know, like it's gonna be a much you know tougher ask against the Miami Heat. But you know the, what's in front of them right now. They beat and now they just got to move on to the next one and see how they can take care of it. Are you still taking the Hawks over the Heat? Oh no, gonna- <laughs> ah, Junior, no
0: Junior, when no, you said no. that, when you said that, it made me. It made me. For, for those of our listeners, I kind of did a little. <laughs> we, gotta little, stay
2: tuned t- little look. we gotta stay tuned in. We gotta stay tuned in because I know I we'll- know Jay's gonna have some good some good takes for that first round. prediction. yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jay. That 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 was a perfect breakdown analysis of the game. And uh, and and honestly, Jay, I have nothing to add besides the fact that. The man, like I, I need to. The, the last pot, I apologized to the Hawks because I was like, okay, well, if Traeun doesn't get it done, done then I was like, <laughs> if Young doesn't get it done, then they're not gonna get it done. And then all these other players stepped up, and then I've just been doubting them over and over, man. Uh, and just there, I, I, I got, I got to give it to them for their for their level of maturity and be able to stay consistent because. Um, I mean like how you mentioned in in that second quarter I mean that second half is when they really took off like the Hawks shot 54 percent from the field as a team in the second half and 42 percent from three but in that first in in that first quarter they shot 17 percent from three so the consistency to just be able to stay at it man is is huge so man I'm done I'm done down the Hawks man they they finally proved me wrong
0: hey yeah no John to add to that bro like Dude, dude, dude thrives in hostile situations. It seems like we go way, yeah. We go all the way back to, to New York. I mean, he did what he did in, in Philly as well. They didn't get it down against Milwaukee. But Ice Trey loves that moment. Some players, some players crack under pressure. Some players just shine like a diamond. And that's what he does. That's what he's been doing. So can't doubt him now. Can't doubt them anymore, I guess, Jay, for you for your <laughs> <to try laughs> Man, anymore.
1: I can't, I can't, man. It's it's they're undeniably great at this point, Jay. So all right, man. Uh so let's keep it pushing, Jay, and let's get to uh let's get to the next playing uh play-in game for the West. It was a crazy uh Pelicans versus the Clippers. The Pelicans beat the Clippers. 105 101 um man i mean in that first quarter jay that was just a brandon ingram show man putting on uh, a ridiculous show scoring eight of nine uh for for 16 points and he and i was even talking to Junior during the game like he's just one of those he's just one of those tough shot makers that's you you play you play good defense but it it's a great get, it's, it's a great offense like it just still still just a bucky getter man um, and then, and then that uh, that second quarter was really kind of even hard to watch. Just <laughs> as a basketball fan, both teams should, uh, b- play bad. Uh, both teams, should, nobody on either team shot over thirty four percent from the field. But Reggie Jackson was starting to heat up. It was starting to get ready for that third quarter. Jay, we man. were even saying, if, yeah, if he,
2: was, if he was, if Reggie Jackson was going to get out, was going to take the Clippers out of this play in and put them in the playoffs
1: you might have had a bag coming. This is a contract yeah. man he he got and, and yeah, exactly he got he got damn close and 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 that's exactly what. I want to know cuz um Ty Lue, I don't know what in the world he talked t- talked to them boys about at halftime but at in the third quarter the Clippers outscored the Pelicans 38-18 and they made a massive run back man and then uh you know he, he, Jenner was cuz cuz you know uh Jenner we were watching the game last night and then he mentioned uh he mentioned man like Marcus Morris is stepping up and and then that's, that's when I started like looking up at all these all these other players who least really up in the absence of no PG being gone uh in in just in that third quarter Reggie Jackson 11 points Marcus Morris 11 uh Robert Covington 8 Norman Powell 6 and uh and and but more than just that it was it was also the defensive presence I seen from them I mean only allowing a timely three pointer, only allowing 18 points in a quarter and uh you know two two headhunt players like CJ and Brandon Ingram CJ has four points. Brandon Ingram has five. Man, so in that third quarter, the you know the Clippers got it done. Uh, but it's it, 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 Jay. You say all the time. You say this is a game of runs, and that's exactly what happened. Man, welcome it's to awesome. the NBA. A game of runs because the start of the fourth, the Pelicans go on a fourteen and run run to bring it to come back from a four a fourteen point game <coughs> and ultimately end up outscoring. Uh, outscoring the Clippers 31-17 in that in that fourth quarter um to to clinch out that last eight seed. Jay, I don't know if you have anything that you saw from this game, man, but that was arguably the, the most exciting game of the day, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, both both games delivered. Both were so on, exciting. Uh, yeah. those both games in their own way delivered on on kind of yeah, being an excited elimination game. Like Junior talked about a game seven feel. Both of those crowds were rocking even the Clippers was, I was surprised, man. The Clippers even had a little bit of little juice in the crowd, but, but what Not I saw it. in that game, um, <laughs> <laughs> what what I, what I saw a lot in that game was, you know, the youth and experience of new Orleans blowing that 16 point half, um, lead. And then didn't, didn't, um, weren't able to grab the lead for la- until the last four minutes of that game, but they made timely plays to get back in. And you, you think about that rookie I'm, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, who made those big threes, hit shot after shot. You saw Alvarado getting in, um, getting in uh, Norman Powell, which was one of their number one options, if not maybe their go-to guy, him and Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson. Those three were really the ones who needed to lift the Clippers offensively. And they did for a stretch there in the third quarter. And then you look at the other guys um, who who stepped up, you know, CJ was doing his thing, what, what he did. And then, like you mentioned, Brandon Ingram, and I, 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 similar to the last theory or the last theme of what I was talking about last game and Trey, Trey Murphy was his game. The rookie I was blanking on his name. Um, can't forget that name chance. anymore. He's a, he's, a he's a sniper. He's a sniper. That's, yeah. stay, stay stay tuned for that dude, as well as Herb Jones. I mean, absolutely, absolute monster. If his my shot guy. becomes consistent, he's crazy. But, um but, but to go on to, to my point, about about the Pelicans they had the best player on the floor whether it be Brandon Ingram at times whether it be Trey Murphy at times whether it be CJ McCollum and other guys that stepped up they they clearly had the best player on the floor that night and when plays needed to be made those guys made him BI we saw what he was doing CJ McCollum saw what he was doing and I just think that they were able to weather that storm they accepted that run they took they took Clippers' best punch on the road, um, which was, was surprising to me. I thought they would crack under pressure. To be be honest, with with no experience like that, um, and they were able to weather that storm and come out on top. Man, can't can't be can't say too much about that. Um, you, you saw what it meant to Willie Green saying that was a big time game, and, and he really summed it up with it with his post game comments. He said this: it was an emotional game, t- a ton of highs and lows. But for us, our mentality. We're going to continue to fight, and we're not going to fade out. And that's exactly what the Pelicans did to come out on top there, man. Okay, big, business, big, uh, big win. I was, big, I was big win. And now they man. got Phoenix. <laughs> 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 now they got that's
2: Phoenix. <laughs> Congrats. That's true. That, that's those that two things I was thinking about this game. One, I was surprised at how well Willie Green was able to make adjustments because Ty, L- Ty Lue is a superior coach between these two, right? Mm. And I was even I was even having a conversation with John yesterday. Like, when Ty, before he went to the Clippers – Uh, We were saying, man, you know, the Lakers had a real shot at hiring him. They didn't. They fumbled on the hiring in retrospect. But I'm saying, I don't think he was even that proven of a coach until he did what he did with the Clippers. So, you know, full hats off to Ty Lue. I think that he did a hell of a job. And, but I, you know, he's a superior coach to Willie Green, but I saw Willie Green be able to make adjustments and the Clippers went on a run to take the lead. Remember, I mean, the, the Pelicans were up by quite a bit. Uh, I think they were up by 14 before the Clippers took the lead by 13. And then the Pelicans yeah. grabbed that lead back. So, you know, it's a game of making adjustments, of taking care of business. And Willingham was able to do that. The Pelicans were able to do that, like, to, to do that. But like you said, Jay. Is ultimately for nothing because either of these boys were going to get waxed by the suns so next round, <laughs> so, but at least, I, you know, I mean, you, you, that's, you, experience. So you got, that's experience. And you got to play to win too. You know, mm-hmm. so you, no, matter, no matter who, it's yeah. not like, Oh, it doesn't matter. It's a mood point. Yeah. You know? So, so it's, it's good. It's good for the Pelicans, the young guns. I mean, I think it's, I don't I don't I don't know about the entire Pelicans roster, but I know at least for some majority of their roster, that's going to be the first playoff, their first playoff series. Right. So you'll be able to take you'll be able to take some of those players and and give them some playoff experience. It's going to just it's just going to pay dividends for the future, whether they're with the Pelicans and that team develops or whether they go to another team, they are able to carry that playoff experience and uh, and kind of, you know, have that for future. Absolutely.
0: Quick, quick question for y'all and and I, I love i love that 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 talk there junior about the experience too i agree they're they're we they're gonna lose to phoenix like theres there's no doubt about that but waxed. but you, you, my don't, question got, you is, don't got pelicans in seven No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but my question- if you're if you're the pelicans you're david Griffin you're Willie green you bring in
2: Zion back
0: how are we feeling about that what's the temperature is it worth is it worth it?
2: It's not worth nah, it. It's not worth it. At worthy. this point, at this point, it's not worth it because they're not oh, they're not beating God. the Suns with or without Zion. In my opinion, they're not beating the Suns with or without Zion. they they I mean, I I don't want to I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like you know I'm putting the Pelicans down, but they're four games away from, 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 from going to Cancun too. You know I mean? <laughs> four or five games away from going to Cancun too. it's not worth having Zion re-injure anything for, for four or five games. You know what I mean? So right. I'd say just hold on to them. And, but then next year they, you know what I mean? I think if, if they were able to make the, make the play in and then ultimately the playoffs this year, next year, they really got to be pushing to be at least that or better because they'll they have, they'll have added Zion. You know what I mean? They should be pushing to be that six, seven C. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, I think that just, just build them, take it, what you made this year, be happy with what you made this year, add Zion to the mix and build on it. That's what I think. I, I wouldn't bring them back, but I want to hear what y'all I, think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I really love that, that new Orleans core. Like John, I don't know how you're feeling about that. I love, I think they got every piece. They got shooters. They got Herb Jones, defensive lockdown, dude. Um, They got their PG and and CJ now. And then I don't know. I don't know where um, Balanchunas fits into that equation there, because I I look at Jackson Hayes and I see he could potentially be the versatile center they might need um, in the future. Or you put Zion at the five. But I think I love the pieces they got there in, in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 right there. I'm right there with both of you. I, I wouldn't I I wouldn't bring him back. I wouldn't wouldn't risk him and risk the future again for these uh first first four games, but uh uh but I, I also I, I also agree that um but actually I mean, actually not, I mean uh, just something I wanted to want to touch on is actually is I, I do want to see cause Zion is one of those players that you you know he's not just a plug and play you don't just fit him in any line of like he changes the the way you play out there so mm-hmm. uh w- while i agree jay you know that they, they got a good core running i want to see what they're gonna do when, when zion comes back and how they integrate zion with that because he's not just a player that you know you seamlessly just plug in and you can just continue with you can continue with your same system so that'll be something for us to for us to for us to check out for next year man so so we'll, yeah, we'll check that out, man. But
0: I don't know where I don't. I, that's my thing. Yeah, we won't go in deep into it. But Valanciunas and him both in that in the paint. I think they can. If you want one of them, you still you got the shooters. You got the you can play four out one in. But I don't know about two two in the paint. They're clogging up. But that's all I.
2: So you we'll, move. So I, so you move in Valentunas. I don't you know. That's
0: that's you- the thing. That's the thing. You gotta you got to figure it out it like, sounds David like
2: sounds, sounds like a problem for Willie Green <laughs> yeah
0: it sounds like a David Griffin problem <laughs> sounds like a uh, Billy Green problem yeah exactly
1: Green. <laughs> uh man all right jay so then uh so uh, um yes those that the, those are the 2A seeds that uh now we we have for the east and the west and that brings us to aka best time of the year playoff prediction time let's get it let's get it let's get it all right so i i i think of a, a a pretty cool uh, clever and unique way for us to get into this is i is let's, let let's each talk about i guess the most uh, exciting most intriguing personal uh, like uh series like personal to ourselves so i guess i'll just go ahead and kick this off and talk about the in my opinion what's going to be the best first round matchup man and that is the Celtics versus the Nets man wow the two seed the two seed Celtics I can't believe they finished as a 2 seed versus the 7 seed. Uh, in the, Brooklyn early in the
2: season I would have thought Brooklyn would be 2 and the Celtics would be 7.
1: Man, man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, are we All right. I uh, do uh, how, how do we want to do this? Are, are we just giving out our g- giving out our take. What do you, what do you think, Jay? What do you what do you got? Who do you got some reasons? What do you got, Junior? Talk to me. All right. You want to go first, Jay?
0: You, you got it, Junior. All
1: right. I got to go with the Nets.
2: I gotta go with the Nets, just just playing simple. I know that the 7th seed, but it's different. There's a reason they're the seven seed. You know, I mean, they got they got they got Kyrie coming back now. First of all, we gotta talk about Ramadan Kyrie. This <laughs> man doesn't miss this on Ramadan. Uh, so we got we got Kyrie coming back. We got we got we got KD. It's gonna be. I mean, it's it's gonna be hard to go against those two. I know Jason Tatum has been having a hell of a year. I know Jalen Brown is a bucket no matter what year. But it's just when you got when you got KD going up against anybody, he was, like you said, a size 14 shoe away from making it to the final and probably winning it. I got to go with the Nets. I just got to keep it simple, but it's not going to be easy series. So I'm going to say Nets probably going to win in six or seven games. I think it's, I think they're going to be pushing it to the end, but I'm going to say six or seven
1: games for the Nets. I, but wait, wait, but, but wait, but, but but before we go forward, I need decisive answers. All, 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 right. all, yeah, all facts, I facts. need decisive all answers because right. I was, I was. I, we we need decisive answers. So what you think? All right. Six or seven? Seven. Seven. Ooh, okay, seven. Jay, talk to me. Who do you have Celtics versus uh, Nets?
0: John Junior, pack your bags. First of all, we're going seven. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is going to be just just number one. They the the Nets have the best player in the series. Maybe you could argue be best the two, two. Best yeah. Maybe. Two, arguably the two best players, yeah. however, whatever day you want to say. But that's still, I still think Boston has the better team. Um, it's a it's a style of fights, right? What f- fights are determined by the style of the fighters, right? And I think Boston's style that they fight the way that they play, they're very segmented. They run their stuff to a T. They run their offense um they they lock down defensively they install um Doko has that pop mentality he's a firm, former sports coach he he knows he ha, he has the defensive schemes perfectly that perfectly align um KD I know they're going to be extremely physical i could see them switching on him making his life tougher KD's going to get his buckets regardless you know Kyrie's more of a mercy role but the i the way that Brooklyn runs their offense um, very segmented. They're they're running a lot of isolations. Whereas whereas Boston, they're getting easy shots. They're they're finding ways to get Jason Tatum. Maybe they're with it, whether it's a pick and pop, um, to to a, to a step up game. They're they're getting theirs. I do know that Robert Williams, him being out, is going to hurt them a little bit. But I still I'm still going to have to go with the number one defensive team in the in the league, the Boston Celtics, and seven. I I, I think. I think it's I, I could see Brooklyn winning because they have two best players. if I really truly believe that kD and and Kyrie can have this the performance they had against Cleveland seven games in a row, but I'm not gonna pick them because that's so difficult. that's so much um thats so much so much on the body, so much on the mental to know that I gotta perform that well. Can they do it? Absolutely yes. Am I gonna pick them? No. Um, I just love with the versatility and the defenders that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, and not to mention they and can Marcus give you Smart 50 too. on any given night, and Marcus Smart, arguably the defensive player of the year. That's so yeah. um, there's a reason they're the number one. But Robert Williams does make things more difficult not having them, their paint protector. Um, but Daniel Tice is, is decent, He's a and boy. they still got the defenders. They still got the defenders around. The year, in the Boston. <laughs> Boston is seven, my dude. Boston That's is it. seven, my guy.
2: You're, you're in and you're out. John's always vouching for the
1: for the European big man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's there. a boy.
0: Nah. Nah. Uh, Boston okay, seven. Jay, all
1: right, Jay. Boston is seven. All right. Hey, look, honestly, um, this th- th- this is what I gotta say, Jay. I think naturally, um, I mean, this is gonna be a seven, yeah. This is gonna be a seven-game series, and I think naturally it's it's just this is gonna be this is gonna be a trading bucket series, man. You're just gonna see, uh, you know, KD, Kyrie, Tatum, Brown, just, just, just go at it offensively. This is gonna be great to watch, and I think uh, naturally it's gonna go to a seven game series. But to be real with you, to be, uh, I think that if it gets to a seven, if it gets to that seventh game, that's where I think it becomes a problem, man. That's because I think now the, the we just said it the nets have the first the 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 best two players you could argue at least the best player right you could you you could argue and even earlier jay when we were talking about that hawks game and Cavs game sometimes the best players in that occasion just rise to the occasion and it it i could see i could see it without kd and kyrie having to put up those ridiculous performances because i mean if, 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 if Seth Curry, Seth Curry's been having a great year. If Seth Curry can, can be that, that, you know, that off-ball shooter that, that, uh, that we, we know of him, him to be right. Like th- he, he, he could be great. He, he could be great. Uh, he could be great for the team. Andre Drummond. Yes. Andre Drummond, you know, uh, people clown on him, man. He's a four-time rebounding champion. He could be a great big man. He could clear out big room down there. So I think naturally the game, I think naturally the series will go to seven. And I think in that seventh game, that's when I think you know, easy money sniper. As much as it, sometimes it, it, he annoys me with his prima donnism, and so does Kyrie. Man, I think that they are two players who can get it done in the in the brightest and brightest light. So I'm gonna have to go with Jenner on this one, man. I don't have to go with Nets and seven. I think that if it gets to that seventh game, KD's not KD's not going for that, man. KD's not yeah. going first round. I just I
0: just know that K, KD's is basketball genius. He just he just knows. He knows when his team, he, he might not have the dogs in the fight. He might not have enough firepower. And I think that's one of those seasons. He knows even if they – I look at the path that they got to go through. They got to – you. okay, you beat Boston in this series. You got to beat Milwaukee without maybe Ben Simmons. There's talks of him coming back. We didn't we even mention that. But there's talks of him coming back, you know, game four through seven. Even if Ben Simmons comes back, we don't know what he's going to look like. Yes, he might add something – um, uh, defensively for you. We know he's a great all- on-ball defender. His biggest knock has been off-ball. And I know what it, what a terrible matchup for a team who runs their stuff like Boston, who puts guys in actions. And that's another thing I, I'm going to add to to my case for Boston, those small guards that Brooklyn has. Yes, you mentioned Seth Curry, Patty Mills, um, Kyrie Irving, guys that are are their, their, the guys that they need to to supplement the scoring of Kyrie and KD, they're going to be working defensively as it stands right now. um, Seth Curry is probably going to be matched up with Jalen Brown. That's a lot of size you're giving up. That's a lot of actions, off ball work, maybe on ball work that they're going to be putting through. And that's going to be Bruce.
1: Bruce, I think I think Bruce Bruce can mm, pick that up. Bruce Brown is a, is 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 a good is a good guard. Even Marcus
0: Smart a- will go to work on on, on Seth Curry. They're gonna they're, that that's a lot of physicality is what I'm trying to say. That those guards, even if you look at Kyrie, he's gonna have to guard um, a bigger guard, whether it be Derek White, whether it be Marcus Smart. So they're gonna be in a lot of actions, and it's it's a lot of so even KD, a like guy who likes to roam defensively, but he might get caught lacking um, with all the action that, that Boston runs, and it's just extremely concerning. Um, for me, when I look at that series outlook, um, the amount of energy that they're going to have to give on the defensive end. And that's we know how they play offensively. They're not running a lot of sets. They're running a lot of isolation ball and the the defense they're going to be throwing on the other end. They're going to have to work for the bucket. So, man, it's a lot of it's a lot of energy. And you're playing you're you're playing 40 plus a night, 40 plus a night for seven games straight by game seven, day. bro. Where are those legs going to be at? Jay? Junior, talk to I, me, bro. I, no, I, talk I, to I, me after I
1: saw it. I, Man, what my I, I want to know, Jay, me. what Man, I want to – Celtics got the youth on their side, too. The, the, Celtics, yeah. the, the, Celtics, the Celtics got the youth, but what I want to know is uh, if Robert Williams's status is, is is to be determined or, or he's not going to play, that's a huge, a huge a, 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 a X factor for the Nets, not only because uh, – I mean. Andre Drummond, he's, he, he's, he's big, uh, big body down low. Uh, I I don't, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know anybody on the Celtics that's really going to be able to hold him. Claxton has that youthful energy. Uh, Al Horford's like, I mean, like, you know, I, I like Al Horford, great guy. He's like, 50 years old you know he's not he's not gonna I don't think he's gonna be able to really do much so I think that I think that big that, that big situation is gonna be a big issue and that and and that that's where we're gonna see a lot of those uh a, a lot of those uh isolations where KD and Kyrie can you imagine them having a, a can you down Al Horford on the island uh, the, those having those bigs on an island and I, I just I, to to be real with you Jay if it I think naturally, even without KD and Kyrie having to put up those ridiculous, ridiculous performances, it ends up going to a seven game series. And then once you get there, man, I mean, it's about it's about the best players riding to the occasion. But I mean, hey, all I got to say is all I got to say is if the Nets win this, then I say you consider bringing Ben Simmons back. And then this is a as much as I do not like Ben Simmons, this is a championship team um this year this is a championship ready they're team beating milwaukee we're,
0: we're, wait, with well,
1: ben simmons get,
2: yeah we get into rounds too but, but yeah I, yeah yeah
0: i, I mean we'll
2: let's get, find we'll, out no, tomorrow no, no. man let's we'll get to round one. two, but but real quick yeah. you know, i'm just throwing i'm just throwing a quick just a quick word though like we we're saying for the playing situation before they play the Suns, whoever plays this <laughs> whoever wins this series Celtics versus nuts i still think the bucks are going to this is about to be Cream City, okay? <laughs> it's about to be Cream City. I, think about
0: I agree right with that. I way. second that. Yeah. Uh, all
1: right. All right, man. Well, that, that's going to be a super exciting ser- uh, series, man. So looking forward to that. Uh, but, uh, Jake, talk to me about what series you're you're most looking forward to in this uh, first round as well.
0: I mean, we know what series – it has to be Philly, Boston, uh, Philly and, and Toronto, right? Man, I mean, Jay, that, that series, I look, look at that through. series – I I look at that series and man, I just see Nick Nurse, one of you know, media loves to rave about this guy because of the implements. But we know the junk defenses, we know the game plans and 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 just just defensive schemes that he's gonna throw at Joel Embiid. That Philly, I'm gonna I talk about best player in the series. Philly has the best player. But when I look at this series the two. and I look at who's going to be the second best players, is it going to be James Harden? It should be, will it be, I don't know. Is it going to be Pascal Siakam? Is it going to be Fred Van Vliet? And when I look at that series and I say that it's going to come down, who's the second best player. It's going to be the first best player. The best player is Joel Embiid. That's not going to change. But if the best player is from the Toronto Raptors, whoever it be, I think they're going to win this series. And and I, I truly believe the season that Pascal Siakam is gonna is been having, Fred Van Vliet, I'm gonna go Raptors in seven. I just think wow. that they're they're <laughs> extreme. The, I, I I was saying about two a couple of weeks ago. I talked about um, this is a team who's been to the pinnacle. The, the Raptors knows what it knows most of their core, including their coach, knows what it takes to win a championship. They they have the experience of beating Joel Embiid, albeit completely different player. He's grown, he's matured um, since they lost on that Kawhi buzzer beater. But I just think for all the reasons, the versatility, the the ability for the Raptors to play small, and then for the ability to change it up, throw their active bigs at um, Preston Achua, Thaddeus Young, um, Chris Boucher. I don't know how much he'll play in this series, but then the ability one through five, let's not forget Fred Van Vliet, is small, but he's he's a all defensive, um, he's an all defensive guard, in my opinion. Like th- defensively, you you're not you're if you're Tyrese Maxey, if you're James Harden, he's checking you. Um, I've seen him check um Steph. We seen him lock up, not lock up, excuse me. We've seen him check Stephen Curry in the finals in 2019. What's Gosh. the same he can't do? They can switch one then through five, man. And I just throws, they're gonna throw bodies at Joel Embiid, man. I just I just think. I, I want to say that James Harden it could be the series that he steps up and he's he he could be the second best player and and Philly's just going to Philly's going to win this in 6 or 7 but I'm going to go go with what my knowledge tells me and and my experience and that's 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 Toronto in 6 man Raptors in 6
1: man. 7
0: excuse me 7 7 7
1: you,
2: you want to go yeah All right. I'm 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 going to keep it real simple. that was a great analysis Jay but there's one thing I want to add to it. One thing. First of all, like you said, Joel Embiid, best player in the series. But I think the gap from Joel Embiid to whoever the next player is, which I agree, could be up to debate. In my opinion, it's James Harden. But I can I can, I can see to there being a debate. He should be. It, should, it be. should be James Harden. It should be mm-hmm. James Harden. But no matter who it is, whether it's James Harden, whether it's Van Vliet, whether it's Siakam, Embiid has got the gap between Embiid and the next player is so big that I think it's going to help Philadelphia a lot. And the fact that, like we said, I think James Harden should be that second best player. And just the way I've been watching, the way Philly's approaching this, their maturity. They, have, I mean, the Raptors obviously got not only playoff experience, but championship experience. But Philly's got a fair share of playoff experiences as well. Fair share of playoff shortcomings as well that they have come. True. And I think uh-huh. that, you know, the best, the best, I mean, the most successful people, And the most successful teams, they always say, you don't fail, you just learn, right? So we have to see if they could really adapt, they could really, you know, take a piece of that mentality and learn because they've made their fair share of mistakes over the last couple of years. They have, in my opinion, the superior team, they should have just as much experience as the Raptors and taking care of a round one matchup. I got to go with the Sixers and six. That's where I'm going, like. You made some good points, and you almost had me swaying there. Maybe throw it onto seven, but I don't think I'm ready to have the Raptors winning it just yet over the Sixers. I just think Embiid's just been too good this year.
1: Yeah. And I, and Ooh, go, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, sorry, John.
0: Before you make your point, I just have to add this little little caveat in there as well, and this little asterisk. Their minutes without James Harden and Joel Embiid are one of the worst plus minuses. Whatever, however much stock you want to put into that, when they're not on the floor together, when they're not on the floor together, they have one of the worst plus midas they lose those minutes exponentially, not to mention when it, sorry, when, when they're not on the floor together, even when it's just one, they lose those minutes. So that's extremely concerning. You're putting a lot of mileage on it. And we've, we've seen what Harden does his body hold up and, and Joel Embiid he's been healthy for the majority of the season, but he's not the most, you know, yeah. guy who's, who's been through a lot. And if it's even to go six or seven, I mean, that's a lot of wear and tear. Adding into the mix, let's not forget, they're going to mi- be missing Matisse Thybul for three games, their best defender on that team. And that's extremely that's a, that's a, that's concerning when you got guys like OG Ananobi, when you got guys like Scotty Barnes, you got guys like Frederico Van Vliet at that guard position, at that wing position. Man, I'm scared if I'm Philly. I'm scared Man. if I'm Philly.
1: This, Jay, is a, look, this is the matchup you don't want, man. Look, man, look, I I I I hear you. I, I hear you on the point about uh about Philly about Philly losing. Cause and I think this is all when you look back to that like the whole Ben Simmons ordeal when the when the Nets were able to highway robbery, steal Seth Curry and Andre Drummond from the from the uh from the uh 76ers. And I think they gave up too much death. And 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 I agree. I I, I at that point, and to that I agree. But <laughs> when we talk about the best players rising to the occasion, not only right. Did junior mention mentioned Embiid it, it, the, the, the gap between him and the, him and the next player is ridiculous. Also this just the matchup just does not bode well for the, for, 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 for the Raptors. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not even going to just talk about just, just, just throwing around weight because Embiid so much more than just weight. I mean, he's a big man who can shoot threes, who's nimble on his feet, but Embiid is 280. I think the 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 who I don't know who the Raptors plan on putting on Embiid. I don't know if they plan on putting uh Boucher, who's 201, uh who, who weighs who weighs 201 pounds. That's like a, a huge difference that Embiid will not only be able to dominate inside and punish inside like genuinely every time down court and you can't you can't send you can't send the double on 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 a, on a player like on a player like Joel Embiid and as much as I agree I agree with the whole James Harden thing and I, I and I hear the whole James Harden noise he hasn't really been the James Harden that we've known come playoffs but he's still like James Harden right like he, right. He's, he's he's and he's got something to prove and in my opinion this is the best situation he's ever been in to win I mean I, I I'm the biggest advocate of in the NBA, you need pick and roll partners and Joel Embiid, James Harden, that is a great pick and roll partner to, to, uh, uh, to be with. That's where, you know, Jay, you talked about him maybe being able to prove himself. I think this is where he proved himself. And even if he even if he's not that great scorer that we know James Harden to be that, uh, you know, baits and gets to the foul line he's a great facilitator. I mean, we, now that, you know, people are like it's the on the hating on James Harden era. But when, 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 when it was like the whole, when everybody was loving a heart when he was on the Rockets, when he was like, wow, the Oklahoma city Thunder messed up, letting him go all this and all that people knew James Harden was a a great facilitator, man, because he knew he's going to see that double. And the only other thing I need to add Jay is if the Raptors do decide, because like I mentioned, they don't have nobody to go against Embiid, who is overbearing, over skill, over height, anyone on that Raptors team. If the Raptors do decide to run that small ball lineup that's going to put a lot of pressure Jay on an inconsistent sh- three-point shooting team. I mean, we know we, we, talked about, we talked about it when, when we did that live episode, Gary Trent Jr. Man, he could be on fire, but boy, can he be inconsistent. And I don't know if I can, if I can rely on that, if that, if that, if that's the way they're going to plan on winning is running a small ball lineup that puts way too much pressure on them being able to hit from the outside. And Gary Trent, I don't know if we, I don't know if I can, if I can put my marbles on him, man. So, to give my answer, man, I'm a, I'm with junior. I got sixers and six. I think the hawk, um, the Raptors are gonna be a pull up, maybe one or two out. But think that I think the best player rises to the occasion here. It's just too too big of a gap, in my opinion. I got all I gotta
0: say is when at home when, when Philly starts losing, maybe if they go down game one, they lose game one. They lose game one tonight, um, and and they play they play that next game, and and even tonight if they're down big. And Philly, we know how that t- that Philly crowd and Philly starts booing Harden. They start <laughs> booing Harden, which we, it could happen. They're, Philly's much alike um, New York that the, that fan base, but yeah. But all I gotta say is, let's see how he responds. The pre. He, he came out and said he don't don't have pressure on him. But let's see back against the wall when your fans are your own fans are booing you because they expect excellence from you. Let's see how much pressure you got. Because James Harden, you're right, it is his time. Like if he he's the best player and the second best player in this series, Philly wins. But I'm not really to put my 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 eggs in that basket, man. Shout out Easter, man. But happy <laughs> Easter <y'all>. <laughs> 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 for for real, man. I think um, oh, sure. I'm not. I'm not ready to put my put – my, um, to, to, to give it to, to James, man. I think – I just think Toronto's got too many, too many weapons, despite not having the best player in the series.
2: Let me, let me ask you. And
0: they got the they best prefer. coach,
2: too. Yeah. Y'all see what uh, Chuck said? What? That James Harden – when James Harden said he doesn't have any pressure, Chuck said that James Harden actually is the player that has the most pressure yeah yeah and I think it's kind of yeah. true I think like this out of all the stars he probably has the most to prove uh mm-hmm. you know uh, is he gonna take that next step and become the NBA champion and I mean it's gonna be tough to do it this year but like John said I think that if there's a situation that he's been in his career Joel Embiid is far and away the best teammate he's had I mean you could make an argument but I don't think CP3 was really prime CP3 when he was on the Rockets right I think that Embiid's probably the best teammate he's ever had, and this could be the most, probably the best team he's been on. So, but also mm-hmm. be a tough road, he's gonna have to beat the Bucks. Yeah, uh, I think it's, there's 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 good teams in the East to beat. Uh, so it's not gonna be a cakewalk. But I definitely think there's a lot of pressure on James Harden. But we'll see, we'll see. I mean, you know, these players that have pressures on them their whole lives. That's mm-hmm. how they made it to the league. So I I, I think we we'll just have to see how he's gonna how he's gonna react to it and how he's gonna respond to it.
1: Man, that's that's gonna be a super super Making exciting series, series to man. John, Looking yeah. To that. What's up, Jerry? what's your
0: what, what's what's uh, what's your sorry, Junior. What's what's your series?
2: I'm series talking you about got. another exciting talk? series. I'm trying to see a series of dogs, and that's gonna be the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. Ah, yeah, man. That's gonna be a series of dogs. All right, first of all, the same way John used to doubt the Hawks, <laughs> I used to doubt Memphis. Jay, we know we had a conversation about this earlier. Uh, Memphis has been the team that's proved me wrong a lot of times uh, over the last two seasons, and I, I just I can't keep I can't keep down on them anymore. I keep I keep doubting them to keep proving me wrong. What, what, <laughs> remember, J-
0: J- remember, J- remember J- what I said, y'all? I yes, told I told you y'all I know, during I the know. year I said Memphis Grizzlies are a team that I don't want to see in the playoffs. I, I know and and. But, uh,
2: I I still believe
0: that.
2: I got to see. So they got the skill. They got the skill. They're working on building the experience part of that equation, right, to go far in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Are they going to be able to do it, you know? Um, But I think it's going to be a good series. One, because, you know, the, 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 the Timberwolves are a gritty team. Timberwolves have the potential to really have their own big three light right like with and cat and D'Lo, like it's 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 a big three but i mean i mean it's a different, I agree. I it's agree. A different level of big three but mm-hmm. but i think the, the 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 wolves got their own real big three i mean if cat can you know not stay out of foul trouble and and, and, and con- contribute a little bit more to the team <laughs> but uh but you got and who's like man and so electrifying like he just gets you a bucket in any way. He'll drive. I mean, he was out there. Like you could see, he was hunting for those matchups. It was, it was, it was so cool to watch. When uh, in the playing game, they would bring, they would bring help defense, and he would like no, like he just wants space because he needs space to operate. He's gonna lolom him, loll him, him, pull up, man, bang on him. <laughs> and I think, and I think, and I think that. Uh, so it's, it's gonna, it's. I think it's gonna make for a good matchup. So you're gonna have Ant in there. D'Lo, if he, you know, if he catches fire at the right time, which he did in the second half of that playing game, you got, you got Cat who, you know, I'd say I, I you know, I think he's building up stock that we can say that game was an anomaly. You know, I think that usually he's a pretty solid player. And you got Pat Bev, who's, oh my goodness. Energy, I, I energy. got to talk about <laughs> Pat Bev. That man is... Uh, because you already know what the deal is going to be, right? Like, he's going to get what I was telling John, he's going to get one steal on John Moran, and you'll never hear the end of it. You'll never hear the end of it. But I think uh, uh, under normal circumstances, John Moran is going to be waxing, Pat Everly. This would be hilarious to see. Uh, but I got, I got, I got Memphis. I got Memphis taking care of this five or six. I know I can't ride the fence here, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say five. I'm going right. to say Memphis is in five. But I don't think Jay agrees with me.
0: Uh, nah, I just, I, I look at this series, you know, you know, fellas, I look at this series and I see two of the top, I, I, I see two of the top top offensive teams in the league, um, statistically, one and two, respectively, Memphis and, and the Timberwolves. So I think it's going to be fireworks on the offensive end. But where I think this series is going to take a tilt and where it's concerning for me, we got the number one offensive rebounding team in the league in the Memphis Grizzlies. And the 25th ranked defensive rebounding team in the Minnesota Timberwolves styles makes fights. And to be honest, yeah, the, 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 Minnesota Timberwolves just don't box out and you can't lose focus against a team who's physical, like, like the team, with physicality and who executes their offense to a T like the, um, like the Grizzlies, but at the same time, in the same sense, the Minnesota Timberwolves do execute their offense. So it's going to be a battle of chess, but I just think the the Grizzlies just have the better pieces. Um, and, and the Taylor Jenkins has an disposal. They have the length, they have the athleticism. They got the best player, in my opinion, in John Morant in the series. I need to, um, excuse me, Carl Anthony Towns needs to approve it. I do think he's going to have a better series and a better showing. Um, And I think if the Timberwolves are going to be successful, they have to look to exploit that matchup between potentially Carl Anthony Towns and, um, and Steven Adams. I think he needs to dominate this series. I anticipate them. We've seen, I've saw, look back on matchups in the past Um, they had um, they had Steven Adams on Carl Anthony Towns. I expect them to switch that matchup and put Jared Vanderbilt actually, excuse me, um, Jared, Jaron Jackson, on cat. Um, I think that's a better matchup and then put um, Steven Adams on Jared Bandle Belt. but man, styles make fights. This can be a chess match. All that being said, Grizzlies in five.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I've been talking about the Wolves and I, I think they're, I I really do like him as a playoff team, man. And I, and I th- there's been multiple times on here that I've I've talked about I've talked about my reasons that you know, they they can play defense, man. They they can play in the they can play in the half court set. Players know their roles. They also complement each other. Uh, I mean, like uh, just simply what you're talking about with the with the with the light big three, right? D'Lo can be that facilitator, Ant can be that bucket getter at any time, and Cat can just be that rainbow. I can kind of do it all and be that big man out the post, out the wing. I I, I, I but. I mean, it's just it, it would be wrong of me to go against Memphis Grizzlies team that's averaging 125 points on this on this Timberwolves team uh, for, for 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 this Memphis Grizzlies team who I mean proved it dog I mean like we w- we seen them we seen them p- play without John Morant their best player so now you know you add John Morant I think it's 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 definitely going to be Memphis in five so uh, I think I think for that uh for, for that series. Um, we could be happy for the Timberwolves, but I think it's time to move on because John Moran isn't going to go for none of that. Patrick Beverly, uh, Patrick Beverly, he raw, man, but all right. So, so we're all in agreements with that. So we're in agreements with that. So, and then let's keep, let's keep pushing guys and let's get to another series. Jay, Ah, uh, Jay, the three, six, Jay, let's talk about that. Warriors and Denver Nuggets series, Jay, man. Hey, Jay, honestly, I'll be rude with you. This was probably the the worst matchup that I think first round that the Warriors could have got because of their current situation. In my opinion, I mean it's 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 no it's no uh, it's no question that it's it's there's a glaring deficiency at, at the at, at the big you know at the Warriors big. I know Kevon Looney played you know all eighty two games did his thing, but he's not. I I, I wouldn't say Kevon Looney is a reliable big you could put in today's day and age, especially going against. Jokic you know the the, literally, literally the best the best big in the league
2: the best big in the league man and look
1: man look and beat is the MVP but I mean when we talk about when we talk about bigs I mean we know exactly what what what, what Jokic does man um and while I agreed that the Warriors got him covered on uh, not every 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 other player and every other position, they got the Nuggets covered, and they're gonna and they're gonna take it to the Nuggets, man. But I think the Warriors are gonna have a hard. Well, now I think I know that Jokic is gonna just kill, just kill whoever is guarding him. And with the, and a problem with Jokic is you can't just bring a double. You can't just bring a double with a player like Jokic because you know if Joel Embiid will find the right player, you know Jokic, the man with eyes behind the back of his head he will find he 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 will find the right player and while I while I will say you know because the Nuggets are 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 down and and yes the Nuggets are three and one against the Warriors in the season series this year um I I I do think the Warriors are going to be able to handle it uh I'm going to say I'm going to say Warriors in six but I do want to add one thing though if it gets to a seven game series I, I think that's the that's the worst possible income, uh, p- worst possible outcome for the Warriors, man. Because in that seven game series in that one off series, in my opinion, Jokic just is, is gonna is gonna do it would do his thing, and the Warriors run in, run the risk and run the dangers of Jokic having a ridiculous, you know, forty point game or a fifty point game where he's just really doing it all, and then the Warriors you know fall. But I don't think it gets to a, a game seven series. But if it does, I think that's the worst possible outcome uh, for the Warriors because I think Jokic is going to rise as the best player, especially with that mismatch, um, mismatch that, that, that he'll have.
2: Look, Jay, I'm going to go because I know you're Dub Nation through and through, so I'm going <laughs> to let you close this one out, okay? So I'm going to say, I mean, John hit on most of my points that I, that I, was, I was thinking to. I do have the Warriors winning the series. I'll just cut right to the chase. I do have the Warriors winning the series. But well, there are two very important things. I, I, so the Nuggets, I don't think they're going to get Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. back, so that's going to hurt him. I don't know what the situation is with Steph Curry. I know he's. I think it's a game time decision for for the game today, right? Or is probable. He, he's probable. Okay, yeah. so he's probable. So let's let's say Curry plays. Let's say Curry plays today and plays the whole series. It's going to be really tough for the for the Nuggets to beat that. I mean, I think I'd love. I actually would love to see. Murray Porter Jr. Yoga like just fully both healthy teams. I actually with both teams fully healthy, including James Wiseman as well. Though I probably still would have the Warriors <laughs> winning that series just because the Warriors are incredibly deep. Just got Clay Thompson back, uh, extremely well coached. Like I I I think that the Warriors still have an advantage there. But let's just talk about the situation the way it is. With Steph Curry, I got the Warriors in six. Without Steph Curry. It's probably gonna be the Warriors in seven. I know John's talking about getting to that seven-game series, but I, I, I mean, that's uh, honestly I, I'm gonna say this: they have Steph Curry. I'm not gonna get to too many, too many hypotheticals. I think Steph Curry will be back. I'm gonna say Warriors in six. If there are some defensive matchups and some matchup problems for the Warriors, like John alluded to, but I think there's also a lot of mat- matchup advantages for the Warriors and and just personnel advantages for the Warriors as well. That I just don't think the Denver, Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets will be able to overcome. So I got I got I got worries in six for this one. But talk to me, Jay. Tell me tell me tell me, tell me why yeah. you have worries in four. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, you,
0: you guys brought up very interesting points, um, both in the sense that I, I look at do I do look at these matchups and I, and I see number one I just look at the, the Warriors path because I'm always looking at the Warriors path to get to the to, to the finals and who they got to go at. I think that Denver is a tough matchup and then um, Memphis is probably going to come out. So two, two tough matchups, two very physical matchups, um, two teams that run their, their stuff to a T high IQ teams, Jokic, like you said, um, best big in the league. Uh, I think it's a very exciting matchup from a standpoint of just a neutral, even not a fan of the teams. Cause you got arguably the best big in the league. I think he's the best big and then the probably the best point guard in the league. Coming back and two exciting players to watch. So I love it from that that standpoint. Um, We'll cut to this case. I do have Warriors and Six. Um, but it's simply just the fact that they got so many weapons. I think the emergence of Jordan Poole, what he can do. Clay Thompson, we've seen the basketball that he's been playing of late. Looks like he's a sh- uh, beam coming back to himself. Steph Curry, even at 80%, 70%, the gravity that he attracts. I think Denver has no answer for that. I mean, Monte Morris is probably the second option, the second leading scorer for Denver. That's not going to cut it. A- Aaron Gordon, I do think, look at him as a um, – as an X factor, if he's, if he's shooting it, he's commanding respect the defense. But all that being said, Denver just have, doesn't have the, the weapons to compete with what the Warriors have. And I love the fact that the Warriors can go small as well with Draymond at the five and get some minutes there and then have Looney at him too. I expect the Warriors to start. Unfortunately, I, don't, I expect Jordan Poole to be coming off the bench and them to start a lineup of Stephen Curry, um, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, um Draymond Green and Kev- Kevon Looney because I expect them to stagger the minutes and the time that they have on jo- Jokic and for Draymond we know how aggressive he can play not to pick up some early fouls to throw have some weight on Jokic make his life a little more difficult and then they'll have a lot of minutes Draymond playing the five and the ability to go small and Denver's going to have no Answer for that that um, small ball lineup of them offensively, The Warriors are just going to have too many too many weapons, and they're just going to outscore them. Um, Jordan Poole and, and Stephen Curry have I think the one of the best plus minuses of any duo in the league. Denver's not competing with that. I'm gonna give the Denver credit because they might st- if they steal one on the road. Um, I can see it going six, but if they if them if Golden State goes up um, 2-0, I expect it to be a five game series, but I'm going to give them a little, the Warriors, a little readway in Denver and I'm gonna go Warriors in six.
1: Warriors in sixth. We all got the same, yeah. We all got the same thing, all
0: right. All right, so then, but I can see it going five. I can see it going five. Four. Now,
2: we're not, we're not running the fence, we're
1: not, not running the fence, not. Jay. We're not I'm
0: going the- six. <laughs> I'm going six, but I can see it. I can see it going five, but I can also
1: five. see it going four, maybe seven,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I can see it going three. No,
1: <laughs> uh, all right, man. All right, so then, so then, uh, yeah, that, that 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 would be a great, great matchup. So let's let's jump to uh, I w- what I said, I think was um a bad like a a bad you know warriors still win but in my opinion that's like the worst matchup they could have got same thing for the east let me jump to the east i think the bulls got the worst the worst competition they could have got and the bulls and versus bucks man honestly i'm just gonna come on and say um out of respect for Demar and Zach, I have bucks and five because I'm I'm just gonna give the Bulls one. But I mean, like dog, like this is just absolutely uh, gonna be a beat down. This is the, the, the bull, I, I man, and I was just so upsetting for me because I love the bulls. I kept like you know, I kept giving the bulls so much play this year. I was like, Man, the bulls can do this, they can do that, but then they just never bought a true big, they brought Tristan Thompson that just did it. That that solves nothing. And to go against a team like the Bucks, who literally are, are a team full of bigs, man. They got, they got Brooke. They got, uh, uh, they got um, Bobby Portis. who could play like a big, they got Surge, They got, Oh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? So if this is going to be a beat down for the Bulls, but out of respect for Demar and Zach and what they've been doing in the perimeter, man, and, and uh, what they've been doing to carry their team because I've just been watching so many Bulls, so much Bulls games this year. I'm going to give the Bulls at least one game. So I'm going to go Bucks and Fives. Well-
2: I got two yeah. words, Cream City. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, gonna, it's not, I agree. I agree. It's going to be Bucks and five, probably four, honestly, but I'm going to say five. I'm going to say maybe, who knows? Maybe the Bulls come out, punch them in the mouth, steal a game, and then and then that's it. I, I, aside from that, it's, it's Bucks and five. It's not really much to say on that one.
0: got something in my, I got something in my hands, fellas. Got a broom.
2: <laughs> I got a broom. Got the props, it's a sweep. It's, it's a, a sweep. It's, it's a, a sweep.
0: <laughs> <It's a sweet. laughs> the Milwaukee floor. Bucks are sweeping the Chicago Bulls for the second year in a row. These are the defendi- defending NBA champions. We've seen what the Bulls do against uh, top teams it, this throughout this whole season. It's going to be the same story. Um, the the Bucks are going to do what they city, did last last first round against the Miami Heat, a team who made it to the Eastern Conference Founders Finals the past the year before. Doesn't matter, um, Bucks in four. It's just too they much, too many weapons, too much experience. Giannis uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, by far the best player in that in that series. Um, no disrespect to Demar and Zach Bulls, great season, but it's ending. <laughs> so,
2: so let me let me let me tell you then, Jay. I'm gonna, can, can I get can not get into another You're series? Get into the next series. I'm gonna get into another series that I think you can keep the broom out for. Suns Pelicans. Let's pull the broom out. Let's pull right, the broom out. Let's pull the broom
1: out. You're right. Let's not even waste time on that.
0: This is sweet. Let's this is let's
1: keep. Sweet. You got yeah. the prop. Let's just keep going. With exactly, it. I exactly. I love that. I love that. I don't
2: even got. I don't even got much to say on it. You know, like we said a little bit earlier, respect to the Pelicans for for. Getting it, for getting in the playoff, getting to play in through the lower seeded team, they were able to beat. They were able, or sorry, through the AC, they were able to beat the Clippers. But it's just, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. I think that I think when you look at when you look at the matchup, they got with the Suns. I mean, it's just it's just L's across the board on those matchups. So. Yeah. Sweep. Not much to say on that one.
1: Man, not much to say at all. Either, either agree. So we can keep it pushing. And I, 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 I really want to talk about this series actually because, um, I I mean, we're we're talking off camera um, about about this. We know how much we believe in Luca. I know Jay is not a big Luca believer, but um, but but I want to talk about that that matchup against. Uh, the the uh, Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. Um, do you, you want to go first? All right, talk to me. All right.
2: So first of all, this would t- be a tough series, especially with Luka being hurt. I think if Luca was not hurt and he was playing the whole seat, the whole series, I'm a big Luca believer. I, I think I think Luca really would get it done against these boys and five or six games. No joke. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but we saw Luca take the Clippers to to, to to seven games damn near by himself because KP wasn't doing anything that serious. So I, I'm going to say, I, I would have said, if he would have played all games, I probably would have had him winning in six. It's be a little tougher now because he is going to miss game one. I think if he misses one game, the Mavericks are still going to be able to recover from that and still win the series. I'd probably still say in six. Uh, I still see the Mavericks winning if Luka misses just game one. Where it starts getting slippery is if he misses more than one game. And then I and then I think it's going to be something that's going to play out into the Jazz Jazz's hands a lot. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the Mavericks are the higher seed, so they're going to have home court advantage. Second, we we can – we can try to beat around the bush, but we know the Jazz are an unplayable team in the playoffs. We can try to beat around the bush with it, but I just – I don't think they have what it takes to win in playoff games. And and Spider is a boy, but I think it's going to be another season where Spider is going to ball out and the rest of the team is going to let him down and they're going to, he's going to be looking – I think he's going to have to take a real hard look at, to see if he has a situation he wants to continue to keep himself in and go the Damian Lillard route.
1: Or if he wants Man. to,
2: or if, or if he wants to, you know, think about maybe going elsewhere to try, I'm not going to say ring chase, but perhaps build a foundation somewhere else. He's still young. He's still got to, I mean, I'm not going to say, Oh, he's going to jump on. He's going to go sign with the bucks
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, and go get a ring. You know, like I'm saying, maybe he'll send somewhere where it's not going to be a guaranteed ring, but you know, he, he goes and he can actually pair up with, you know, another, another good quality player that can actually play in the playoffs not trying, to, not trying to shit on Rudy Gobert too much. Like, I know me, like you know, I, 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 can appreciate a center like like no other. Don't get me wrong. I just think that there are certain liabilities with Rudy Gobert and the rest of that Jazz team that is a little tough. That being said, that being said, the Jazz are also not scrubs. Like, so that's why I just wanted to preface that, like they're not scrubs. I know I just shot on them for like a <laughs> minute straight, and then I'm gonna say they're not. They're not scrubs. So. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for the for the Mavericks, and especially if they're missing if they're missing if they're missing Luka Doncic for more than two games. I'd say if he misses game one and game two, for misses game one and game two, it's going to be a seven game series, which I think the the the, the I'm going to say the Mavericks ultimately take. I know Ooh. earlier I said if Luka misses two games, they'd go to the Jazz, but if Luka misses more than three or more games, I'm going Jazz. I'm going Jazz, probably Ooh. six or seven. Uh, but I know it's kind of tough not to ride the fence on this one because there's just so many unknowns. So Luca is the X factor in series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would just be silly if I told you that the <laughs> Mavericks. Else. I know. If I told you the Mavericks are going to beat the Jazz without Luca, I would just be being silly. So it's tough for me. To, it's tough, but I'm sorry, but I got to put a caveat on that one. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: No, Luca makes a hell of a difference, yeah. but yeah. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll say, miss one game, I'm going Mavericks. Miss two games, I'm going Mavericks. Miss one, two, I got to go Jazz. Okay, so I'm not riding the fence on those, but I do have to hinge on those injuries. But tell me what you boys think.
0: Yeah, let's call it what it is. I mean, you, Dallas is not the same team without without Luca. For this sure. team is built around Luca. It's built around his excellence. I mean, he's a superstar for a reason, but that's the problem. When you build a team around a superstar that relies so heavily on their superstar like the Mavericks do on Luca. it's tough to win games and it's tough to win a series without him. And that's concerning. Especially the type of injury that he has with his hamstring, and I just see that see that being so much to, too much to overcome. I mean, on Utah's side of things, I do think I do, regardless of the outcome of this series of, of this, this season, I, I see them breaking it up. Regardless, I think Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, I even think Quinn Snyder's on his way out um, to to go to another coaching job position because he's good enough to have a coaching position if he wants. Um, and there's a lot of open, there's going to be a lot of openings after this season. Maybe he might be in LA. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'll be good for the Lakers. I don't know if Quinn Snyder wants to do that. I don't, no I don't think he wants to
1: do that. No offense,
0: fellas. I don't, that's <laughs> not a very attractive position. But, anyways, I do think that, um, that Utah, it's a last hurrah for them. Um, they, they ultimately got to put up a fight. And I think without Luca, this Mavericks team's not the same. Um, What's the backup point guard's name? I'm blanking on his name. Jalen Brunson had a great season. Spencer Dinwiddie had a great season. But the play, in the playoffs, there was a reason Jalen Brunson struggled um, last year in the playoffs. Um, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., he's not going to be back, but he struggled in the playoffs. The, the supporting cast and role players do struggle in the playoffs because that defense, that court shrinks. It's harder to get looks that you've got in the regular season because defense turns to clamps. And I think without Luca, it's just too much to overcome. So therefore, I'm going to have to go with the Jazz in six, maybe even seven if Luka comes back. But I'm going to go two games is more than enough for the Jazz to capitalize and be up 2-0 um, on on after winning, stealing home court advantage. That's going to be a lot to mount to climb, especially from a Luka coming back from the type of injury, a hamstring injury. Um, so that's a lot. And I think Utah, it's kind of the last farewell tour. If you want to call it that, and they got they know they got to get it done. I'm gonna go Utah. We go Utah in seven. We go Utah in seven.
1: Okay, I'm 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 right there with you, Jay. Except I just I, I just got him one game less. I got I got Utah in six, and no, I, I mean. You, you you listed most of the reasons, Jason, and one of the reasons I really do like want to like double up on is like how you said this is their last their last go at it, right? And I think and I think they 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 understand the the rest of the league understands. And you 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 mentioned the whole thing. Quinn Snyder he didn't he didn't re up his contract, so yeah, he's gone. Uh, and and this everyone knows that this is their last go at it. And I think that they're not gonna they're not gonna go out in the first round for for, for their last go at it. You mentioned it too, my brother, like Donovan Mitchell, right? he's been that playoff guy bro like mm-hmm. literally since he's gotten mm-hmm. to the nba mm-hmm. first year he put out uh, uh westbrook and pg out the playoffs then and then the, the following years he's just all these ridiculous performances and then the bubble against uh, 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 Jamal Murray, so he's he's a playoff guy, man. Uh, his career stats are 28 points per game, five rebounds, and four assists in the playoffs. Uh, but J- and then Jay and another thing, uh, why uh, like how you mentioned that's why the Jazz are favored is Jalen Brunson. I, I like Jalen Brunson a lot, but playoffs and regular season defenses, is is two different things. Jalen Brunson is a small guy; he's really gonna get, uh, get worked on, on on the on the defensive end. I- I'm doubting he he's gonna be able to really. Be that, be the Jalen Brunson that we saw in the year. As mu- as much as I like him, man, um, it's just it's just t- two different types of basketball. So, um, and 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 one thing I also I wanted to add is that me and Junior we were talking the other day. We were talking about um, just j- just the Jazz, and then uh, we're t- and I, uh, I looked at last year and just last year they were the number one seed. And while I agree the team has changed and the team has gone through you know some turmoil um i i don't think that the, 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 they've had a drastic change to go from the number 1 from the number 1 seed to losing in the first round and especially when you add, when when you add the fact that they added Michaela Alexander Walker off the bench i i still i think he's personally rotting his career away in Utah he could do so much more but i mean for utah that's great having a player like that um, in my opinion he's a starter calendar type player and you got him coming off the bench um so, uh, so, 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 yeah, man. But yeah, Jay, 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 right here saying in the chat, shout out, Greg, man, Greg from the Unsalvageable podcast. Out Greg, hey, everybody know, yeah. everybody that's, that's that's been tuning in for Clutch Talk for a minute knows itself man. Greg is a, a a classic guest around here, man. Shout out, Greg. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So then, hey, I will say, I just
2: want to add one thing though, one thing, because Jay brought up a point I never really thought about: mm. the severity of Luca's injury is how, how, mu- how much is it going to be affecting him when he comes back? That's a good point, Jay. I, to I be re-aggravated very Yeah, easy. yeah. I was thinking, oh, Luca's going to come back and be his normal self, but you're right. We got to actually see if Luca's going to come back and be his normal self. So that's what uh, <laughs> we'll happened.
0: To... So are you – yeah,
1: John, uh, is he right in the – are you, are you are you gonna are you are you ready to come are you ready to come yeah, out
2: yeah. Utah with us are you ready to come to Utah with us I still think I still think he misses I mean dude it's 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 tough <laughs> <laughs> I can't mean, tell you how he's gonna come back I still think he misses okay I'm gonna tell you this I still think he misses the game I I still could get, I can still see I still
0: can give he's it questionable minutes. for game two already Man. like there remember that junior he's there they they said he's questionable there's a chance that he might not be back for two. It's still a bit questionable, which man, is concerning. That He's of questionable the season,
2: already. Man, it yeah. was the last game of the season. Mavericks got to be sick for that. Look, all yeah. right. I still, I still say, miss one game, I still give it to Luca. Miss two games, it starts to get fishy. Then you got to see how he reacts to how he reacts to to that to that. Uh, you got to, over to Hill, that, you
1: gotta come over to Utah with me and Jay Hill, gotta man. Right you got to come over to Utah with me and Jay Hill, man. in just, the fence, there's so many, there's so there's so
2: many, there's so many, so many, so many questions. <laughs> Luca marks. is a big. There's so variable. many question marks on the Jazz too. Like it said. is, is this the year they're gonna blow it up? You know what I mean? Is this the year they're gonna blow it up? Because I mean, like. If they lose to the Mavericks, that's a first-round exit. You definitely blow that up at this point, right, with how many years, four or five years that they mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. just My that good. My right? feel is regardless.
0: regardless. My I feel is it's regardless. It's okay, because no stuck. matter what,
2: they regardless. No matter who, it's, it's, another, it's another situation too. Whoever wins this series is going to play probably the Suns, most likely the Suns.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Are they uh, – is either of these teams really beating the Suns? No. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just mm-hmm. like it's going to be a situation where we're – uh, it's probably, it's probably the last time we're gonna see the jazz make this make this, uh, make this run and then what are they gonna do? You know what I mean? I'm not even trying to bag, but it's not really a free agent destination. I agree. So it's just they like they're gonna have draft. to try to move. They're gonna try to move a lot of those players to pick, and they could do that because they have they have a they have a hall of quality players. They can get picks for Conley. They can get picks for for for. Get Walker. And, yeah. yeah, and they can get picks and players for at least Gobert and, and, Mitchell. Uh, and Mitchell if they want to blow it out all together. But no matter what they do, they should look to keep Mitchell, yeah, because that's a player you build around. He's still young. Keep Mitchell and build Toronto, but uh, this is not the Jazz rebuild podcast. We can brag <laughs> on for
1: that. <laughs> we can have, yeah. we can have Greg nice. on for that, man. Exactly. Nice. All right, let's go. Right. So then, let's get to the last series here, and that is what we, how we, you know what? This is actually beautiful, y'all. This is how we started the podcast. We started the podcast talking about the Hawks, and now close we go. We gonna We, we gonna Close we it. Out with, yep. we, we got to
0: end it with them. We got to
1: end it with. This uh, 1-8 series is Miami versus the Hawks. Uh, I'll come out and say it. I got the heat in six. Um, As I I know, I know I've been saying I'm not going to doubt the Hawks, but I can't go against the, the 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 number one seed in, in in the in the Miami Heat not only because they're, they're the number one seed man but uh the the way the way that they're they're lined up to play they're the way their 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 lineup is they got a lineup full of dogs that defensive-minded team and I think they're they're just gonna go at Trey Young especially especially when you think think about the fact that we don't know what's gonna happen with Clink. that looked terrible uh John Collins uh, the finger and foot injury he's a, he's out uh, I think the Heat just have way too much and i think uh more more than anything the heat have exactly what trey young um i'm not going to say he 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 breaks under the pressure when he gets when teams are physical with him but he's not one of those players that you that you can be very physical with like uh, he's just he's a smaller guy and i think uh the heat have too many bodies to just continue to throw at trey in a seven game series so uh i'm gonna go with the heat and six uh my brother how you feel about that all right this is this is a
2: tough one i but i think one Clint Capella's injury, what's gonna happen? Is he gonna be back? Mm-hmm. John Collins, is he gonna play at all? Right. He was always like, oh, he might play, he might play, he might play. He ended up not playing and the playing games. And I mean, those, those were all high state games. So like if if he could play, I believe he would have play. He didn't play because he could not play. And and I think so that's that talks a little bit about the severity of his injury. So no John Collins, no Clint Capella. They've, they have two extra games under their feet so they have extra mileage on on their legs as well it's tough not to go heat it's tough not to go heat and I'm thinking I, I respect I respect Trey I respect what he can do I, I think Trey is 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 like 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 you said in the beginning of the episode Jay he's a superstar call it how it is but he's he's got the power I think he's got the skill to leverage a game not to leverage a whole series like yeah, you got to be you got to be different to level a whole series right and yeah. I think that, and I think that he could probably leverage a game. I think if there's no Clint Capella and there's no John Collins, it's probably heat in five. That's me giving Trey Young the benefit of that leveraging a the game. If they get one or the or two of those guys back, and it's probably heat in six. But it's not, it's not, it's not gonna. I don't, I don't even think it's going to seven. Even if 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 Collins and Capella are back for game one, I still don't even mm-hmm. think they're gonna be able to take the they're gonna be able to take the heat to seven. So I got, I honestly, I'm gonna say. No, Quinn, Capello, Collins, Heat in five. You yeah, got him in there. It's Heat in six, but Heat are winning no matter what. That's who I got, Jay.
0: So Heat in. <laughs> Jay, Heat, heat in.
2: What? All right, Heat in. I, okay, I don't think God, I don't think John Collins is going to play it's Capella. Six, it's too early to tell with his injury, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say Heat in five. Ooh, I'm going to okay. say Heat in okay. five, okay. Jay. I want you to tell me because I know you've you've been you've been our basically our resident Atlanta Hawks like (laughs) like I'm not gonna say Atlanta Hawks fan because I know you're not Atlanta Hawks fan, but you've been our Atlanta Hawks like believer in this in this in this in this uh, journey in this journey. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's a good word. (laughs) Tell me what you think. Tell me tell me tell me how you think the Hawks are getting out of this one if you think they are.
0: No, no chance, honestly. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. The Hawks have had a good, good couple of seasons. Um, just the injuries to the, to their front court. Yeah. John Collins and Clint Capella. That's too much to overcome. You throw them in this series. I could see the Hawks winning this in seven. I think just ultimately Trey Young still the best player in this series. Um, and that's more, that's more weapons. They got at their disposal. Not to mention, I love that, that, that trio of wings, Added in D'Angarnari, but Kevin Herder, um, DeAndre Hunter, and Bogdanovich—those guys, all of them, all three of them can fill it up. If, if two of them are hot, um, not even not to mention all three of them get cooking, they're a serious team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Excuse me. I'm gonna go Heat and six, just because I think any of those guys, they still got weapons, um, and that's that's without Clint Capella and w- without John Collins. I still think they can get two. Um, maybe still one on the road and and uh definitely get one at home but i just think it's too much to overcome the heat um and and what they got going but i'm still not sold on what the heat could do in the playoffs in general but for this series i'm going to take them in 6
1: yeah Yeah. and i'm i'm i'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah i definitely got heat in 6 and i'm i i i, I would really want to lean to 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 heat in 5 but that's this is where my me doubting the Hawks in the past is is, is gonna I'm, I'm I'm gone past those Giving days. them a
0: game for it. I'm giving I'm
1: giving them, yeah, I'm giving them yeah. a game, I'm giving them a game. <laughs> a game just for Triun- and a game for the insurance. Exactly, man. All right, all right. Well, look, guys, I, I think this is a good place for us to wrap it up here. God damn y'all, and uh, I mean. Uh, Jay, I I know you. I know you're over here in the six. Uh, right now, over here, I know me, me and uh, me and Jen are in Cali right now. So right here, like we're we're like game game time is game time is at about like you know for four like four three two, and two, I, and, a two and a half hours. Yeah, Jay, so two and a half hours. So damn yep. exciting, Jay. Um, let's get right into playoff here. basketball. You heard it here first. This is our playoff prediction. Uh, I ain't got nothing else to say. You you, you two had anything else to say, man? No, man Rock with us. Ready to see, yeah. ready to see, yeah.
2: not just the playoffs, but just the clutch talk coverage throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Got to make sure to stick yeah. around and follow, follow, follow with that, because it's going to be second and not. And this is a great, this is a great episode to preview the playoffs. And I'm excited for what's more to come. And, you know, let's just, let's just, let's get into this, man. It's the best time for basketball.
0: Thanks. Junior. Appreciate you coming on the show. As Thanks, always. Love talking ball with you. Um, And and, uh, I think, yeah, it's going to be a great playoffs. Like Junior said, stick with us for coverage. We're going to be here trying to get to as much as possible. Um, With that being said, go Dubs. Playoff (laughs) basketball is here. (laughs) (laughs) Nation.
1: (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. I had to add that a little bit. I had to add that a little bit. All right, let's let's do this, man. Let's do this. All right, y'all. We out here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. Peace.
0: Peace.